This is Running on Empty Food Review. Shit, wrong show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Off the Grill podcast. The only show that has been referred to as a triple penetration of knowledge, humor, and timelessness. Easy boy steak sauce. What's going on, guys? I hope you are all well this week. Yeah, pretty uh, jam-packed show for you today. Old Fatty did some prep work again. Hey! <clears throat> but of course, as always, you know, I gotta thank my sponsors. Um, first being Casey Anthony's Trash Bags. So tough, even a toddler couldn't tear them. And Big Bold Corn. Corn on the cob so big you need two hands. What do you think? Mouthful of fun? Think BBC. All right, let's take a look at the comments section. Who we got here? Oh, sweetheart Lorne. This dear, dear girl. It says, Claudette sounds like that goth girl that never seemed to leave the high school art room. You remember her steak, right? The girl who turns you down for junior prom twice. Wasn't twice, it was three times, and we're not talking about that. <clears throat> Billy Bean, what's up, baby? Mr. Brian Trash, good to see you. Hello. And of course, as uh, Mr. Bombastic says, leave this old fucking chunk of coal alike. Maybe share this bullshit around with someone. You never know. You might hit. You know the degenerates in your family. Okay? You know who they are. Let them know. Let them know I'm here. It's like a support group. <clears throat> Chickens! Mike, the real fifth beetle, what's going on, brother? Ah, there's my favorite little bunch. Sean McManus, good evening, boyo. How are you? Ah, retro kick. 
You like it a juice, huh? You like it a juice? Brad Trash says he likes the Amish roadkill. He's generally a nice person. <clears throat> hey, we got Mr. John Yukonevich, drummer and lead singer for the Scarecrow Show. Oh, that theme song, baby. You can check that out anywhere. Uh, you get your music, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Probably not Tidal, but who gives a shit about Tidal? You know what I'm saying? Hey! <clears throat> Jada Stingray, this fucking guy. Good to see you. <laughs> ben Grimm, sauce bra. Well, you know. <clears throat> Brian says, at least Stink wears a shirt. Ben says, starting off strong, bombastic, a.k.a. Ron Jeremy from Sean McManus. <clears throat> the juice is a rancid. Shh. Oh, Brian Trash done working, having a few beverages. Fantastic. Have one for me. <clears throat> well, I'm all out of energy, guys. We'll take it easy. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm going to... Oh, you guys can't see this. No, based on the color, you can take a guess on what it is, though. Oh, yes. Next gen. <clears throat> the beer wonder himself, a.k.a. the saucy, sassy bitch. I am a sassy bitch, ain't I? Ben Grimm asks, anyone get any Prime Day deals? I didn't. But I apparently bought something last week from a uh, small business. So Amazon gave me 10 bucks to go spend as I'd like. And I bought cat treats. So cool. I'm, I'm fucking cool, dude. Dave Vanderhoff. So what's up, Steak? What's up, Dave? I'm still trying to figure out when I want to do a drinking show. I don't want to drink alone. I figure I'll do like a straight up OTG food review on one of them. <clears throat> but the other two, I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to, I'm gonna, I'll, you know, I'll treat them kindly. I'm not going to fucking, you know, smash them down like they're fucking Budweiser or some garbage. But, you know, well, maybe, uh, I don't know, watch some bullshit movie. You know, and have a little classy little drinking session or something. I don't know. I mean, that, that is the plan. It's not an I don't know. It's just I don't know when. No, Billy Bean just getting caught up on that Vice China doc. Mr. Segway himself, Billy Bean, I need you as my producer. Well, maybe some some amalgamation of you and Jess Graham, wherever the fuck he is. Because um, Jess Graham always always there. Always there with a, hey, guys, like this, you know what I mean? Mr. Bobest did catch him today. Caught him off guard because he's fucking nowhere to be found. But that's fine. I don't expect everyone to be here for every show. Of course I'll take a picture. I'll let you know, of course. 
Um, I just want to say that I'm glad I'm a full-grown man that weighs over 200 pounds. Yeah, me too. I'm also one of those. I'm not, well, I'm, I wouldn't want to be under 200, but I'm not, I'm not proud about how over 200 I am. Um, Jay says that clip though, but Roldy, welcome to the show. I didn't say that. It's good to see you. Thanks for being here. Brian Trash says, need to watch a movie tonight. What horror movie would you recommend with lots of nudity? Lots of nudity. Friday the 13th, the final chapter, um, kind of pops off first in my head, first and foremost. First and foremostly, shout out Jay. Jay, shout out. Um, Fuck. Lots of nudity other than that, though. I'm trying to think. Fucking, that's Friday the 13th, part seven comes to mind. Um, lots of, I mean, Night of the Demons has got, like, I don't know, man. Lots of nudity is the issue. Nudity, I mean, I can give you something. I don't know. I don't think of the real obscure shit. Off the top of my head, it fucking be like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, Demon Knight's got that one fucking great scene. If you're talking the Tales of the Crypt Demon Knight, which you're not because it's uh, not K N I G H T. So now I feel stupid and I'm gonna leave. But I just listen to Ben Grimm. He's got some good ideas. Nightmare Sisters, Demon Knight. Go ahead. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yep, yo, lipstick, the the um, Asian broad. It's got a good little bit. That that Asian broad is pretty. I'm not I'm not uh, not generally a a I don't know just a connoisseur of the Asian women. You know, just not my deal generally. But that one, nice boobies. <laughs> Okay, Ben was talking about Demon Knight. Good. He just spelled it wrong. Rolly says, I'm glad you remember me now that you're 120 strong. I can't. <clears throat> Fuck McMurray. I can't do a McMurray at all. So I was thinking Shorzy. Anyway. Fuck. I got to watch that show again. I got to get these fucking voices down again. Um, speaking of Letterkenny quickly, old... Uh, Squirrely Dan, fucking, he's got himself quite the collection of uh, wrestling t-shirts. If you want to check him out on in his Instagram, different shirt every day. It's pretty fucking nuts. And he, like he hasn't repeated it in like probably at least close like six months. Anyway, um, anyway. God damn, I forgot the fuck I was saying. Say I got all these fucking... Uh, AEW on TNT. I mean, that is a horror show, but there's no nudity. Allegedly. Oh, anyway, China Doc. God damn it, because Billy had me all set up. And you guys are trying to fuck me up, get me off target. Uh, not going to get mad. I'm not going to take it out on you guys. It's not your fault. 
topic. You got me off topic. Where was it? Billy does say, your manager dude here is a real piece of shit. Dude, everyone that was involved with this fucking reclaiming of China or whatever the fuck that documentary was supposed to be called. Buddy boy, Sean says, WWE Raw is the horror show. Listen, American wrestling is a horror show. And I don't like Japanese wrestling, so I'm fucked. I get to go back and watch old shows that I've seen a hundred times. That's my only fucking option. AEW is a fucking botch fest, and, and, and Raw is just completely fucking mind-numbing and insulting to the fucking the lowest IQ'd fucking toddler. It's, it's embarrassing. <clears throat> Jamie in the chat. Hello, Jamie. And MJ, let's talk for a minute. What's going on, my man? Oh, boys and girls, suck my dick. I don't know what that was. Sean says, poor China, she didn't deserve what happened, just proves Triple H and Stephanie are trans. No, I don't blame it. I mean, I don't blame it fully on them. It, they don't, it doesn't make this fucking whole thing with China is much bigger than Triple H and Stephanie by fucking leaps and bounds. Um, But yeah, the fucking everyone involved, that the, the director, the editor, the manager, they're all fucking just like piles of shit. That fucking director, especially, dude, he's just like, I'm always on heroin and, and meth, and I want to do pills with China. I just really wanted to do, you fucking cocksucker. He should be fucking shot in the face immediately. Like, honestly, those three should all be put in fucking jail because as far as I'm concerned, they're completely responsible for her fucking, her overdose and death like fucking just completely at that point it's fucking like she she, she was fucking li living a great life as a mormon apparently you know um in japan as an english teacher living a fucking great life and be like ah oh, you, you should come back and we could do a whole documentary and uh, maybe we can get you in the hall shut the fuck up this cocksucker is really I, I wish they could be. I'm sure there's no real legal case that can be fucking brought against them, but they're all fucking culpable as far as as far as I'm concerned. But as Billy says here, they all had a hand. And like I said, I'm not saying Triple H and Stephanie are, are innocent by any means, but they're fucking the least of it. I mean like Billy says here, they all had a hand, but China was a broken doll before she got to WWE. Yeah. I mean, the fucking, she grew up in a broken home. Fucking, she saw her alcoholic father stab her mother and then didn't see her mother for 30 years or some shit, I think they said. Uh, I mean, it, it, it sucked. It fucking, it, it sucks to, to hear and, and see, and, you know, with her. And Cornette says on his podcast this week, because they, they did a review of it, that, like, you know, a lot of it, like, fucking Vince Russo is on there. Oh, they should have done this for her, and they didn't help her. And, like, he is just as much his fault, because as someone is broken, is just looking for acceptance. All he did was blow smoke up her ass for fucking three, four, or three, well, two years he was there with her. You know, and then it just it, her ego is inflated to the point that no one could could bring her down to, you know, down to earth. 
And so, oh, and a million dollars a year, too, which is fucking hilarious because let's face it, she wasn't Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, she's great. She's fucking pioneer women's wrestling and all that. And yeah, fucking all that on top of that. Billy Bean says she had very low self esteem, so she would seek attention however she could get it. <clears throat> which, yeah, all right, you're fucking. You're on the national stage, one of the one of, if not the biggest boom period in wrestling, you know, and you're unique at you're pretty much other than Sable, you're like the women's wrestling star. You know. So I mean now it goes through all the drug shit and her get reality shows and the, the sex tape with X Pac and all that stuff, man. It's fucking it, it's tragic. It's it's absolutely fucking and like I was sad for her, you know. I, I've always Liked her, you know. Um, but then, like, fuck at the end, by the end, like, they all, like, were all the fucking the manager and, and the documentary team were fucking. Um, they all, like, were dating her, like, like, fucking her and shit. Like, dude, try to be a little bit professional, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, you know, and it does kind of, it did suck as far as Triple H and Stephanie goes that, like, China did kind of admit several times that, that, that Hunter was, you know, the love of her life, quote unquote. Um, it's fucking. The documentary was, it was <laughs> fucking tragic, man. Like, you know, I felt for her to begin with, but this just made it even worse because, like, so much of it was out of her control. And she'd kind of fucking helped herself. She'd fixed it. And she got dragged back in because, you know, when you have low self-esteem, you're just, oh, now it's, they want me to do this. They'll like me if I do it. You know, maybe more people will like me again. Also, her legacy was tarnished. I, I could get, I get, you know, trying, wanting to, uh, you know, kind of reclaim that. and <sighs> Kind of the same way Ultimate Warrior towards the end kind of, you know, buried the hatchet with WWE to, because, I mean, think about if he had died before he came back with that video game and then they put him in the hall. Like, he just would have been that fucking racist, homophobic, this, that, and the other, you know, fucking flash in the pan. But now he's looked at as, like, this fucking all-consuming legend and one of the greatest ever. <laughs> Fuck Ultimate Warrior. He sucks. Uh, um... MJ says wrestling just got too boring when they went PG. It did, which is a shame because it didn't have to be because, like, most of the good parts of the Attitude Era were still PG. You know, they weren't uh, TVMA or TV14 or anything like that. It was a PG show, like, all through 98. It wasn't until sometime in 99 that it switched. And she says, China still to this day is the best female wrestler of all time. I don't agree with that. Very important figure. Great women's figure. Awful wrestler. Can't Couldn't do a promo, but, you know, I mean, she's important. She was special. You know, I, it's tough to kind of quantify that because, like, all the, all the women now could fucking wrestle circles around her. And most of them could, well, not most of them. A handful of them could, could out-talk her. And the rest are at least on her level. Um, 
Sean says, I hate they put her in the Hall of Fame as a part of DX and not just on her own. Well, I mean, maybe there's eventually, you know, maybe she'll get in by herself. Enough time passes. I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, once fucking once McMahon sells the company, which I'm pretty sure is coming within five years, the company will no longer be owned by the McMahons. I'm pretty confident in uh, saying that. I might still be run by Triple H and Stephanie, kind of like the way uh, Dana White still runs the UFC, even though he doesn't own it. Um, but anyway, Billy says she definitely attracted losers in her aura. But MJ says as far as her being inducted with DX, if she was a huge factor in DX, she was, absolutely. Worry. The man who said queer doesn't work. Which, yeah, piece of shit. Ben Grimms, as you watch the Brian Pillman gut segment, even today is pretty. Yeah, I, I think I watched it for the first time. Like the full from like beginning of the episode till the end. Like, I mean, I'd watch like the clips and shit from one of Steve Austin's VHS tapes that they used to put in. The ones that were like still kind of in kayfabe, even though they talked about, you know, oh, you're such a great talker and you know, shit like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fucking nuts. Roldy says, Ultimate Warrior is one of the few guys who are perceived as great. By virtue of their work in the Hogan era of 80s WWF. <laughs> Don't care. You're right. You know, but it's fucking, it was shit work then, and I don't know. But he's not actually good in any other context. No, he's terrible promo. He's awful in the ring. He's a jerk off in real life. I fuck it. I really, I like nothing about the guy. I guess his, his entrance was kind of cool. They could have given that to anyone. Like, that's the only reason he got over, in my opinion, anyway. You know. Ben Grip said, China has the number one selling Playboy for a long time. Yeah, she did, didn't she? Like, she fucking, she blew Sable away. It should be enough to get her into the Hall of Fame. I Unfortunately, for whatever reason, I think that does hold her back, you know, amongst the other things. Um but, yeah, I agree. I mean, she was a fucking attractive woman, too. Like, everyone, oh, she looked like a dude. Yeah, giant clit. Yeah, okay. Big deal. I'd fucking, I would have done anything she wanted, in, you know, circa 99, 2000. I mean, honestly, all the way up to, like, fucking the drugs really started to get a hold of her. She's a gorgeous woman. She's a fucking sweetheart of a person, too. You know, there was a lot to like about Joni Orr. <laughs> oh, this is Warriors, a huge following of hardcore ADHD slash autistic fans. I love that it's ADHD and autistic. <clears throat> Sean said, or yeah, Sean says, give it to Shane. That's what I say. Everybody likes Sean. Oh, well. Or everyone likes Shane. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Ah. I think he'd have good ideas for the company. But I think just the McMahons need to just. Move on. Give it to someone. Give it to someone. And let it either feast or famine that way with, with a new, a whole new fucking 
kind of the idea of running the fucking company. You know, I don't know. I'm just kind of over it, to be honest. Like, I don't give a shit if it succeeds, if it fails. I don't care about AEW. I'm, I'm like, over wrestling, like, modern wrestling. Maybe there'll be something that eventually like, gets me back into it. But, yeah, I don't care. Like, it's getting harder to even, like, oh, I'll watch the WrestleMania. That'll be fun. But I mean, it is interesting though. I I don't look at ratings, so I couldn't tell you. But Sean says, "Give it to me, I'll run it." There's just as much of a chance to succeed. Look at me on my fucking stupid arms today. Fuck off. (laughs) You have just as much of a chance to succeed as anyone else at this point. I think. I mean, the company is pretty much too big to fail. So, whatever as far as that goes. But anyway, as far as, like, the ratings go, I I would put a decent amount of money on the notion that all these, like, the WWE's lost treasures or whatever the fuck that, like I said, I've said it, I still refuse to remember it. Whatever that fucking A&E show is where they find the little things. Um. I bet that and the, the A&E docu- their biographies and, and the dark side of the ring and the China doc. I bet all that shit, ratings-wise, is doing as good or better than AEW or WWE, um, be it on USA or Fox. So. <clears throat> Wrestling's fucking hosed, and, and, and the fans are as big a reason why as the fucking idiots that run the fucking shit. But I think that's all for wrestling today. So let's move the fuck on, huh? Let's talk about something fun. Like what I'm drinking. Did you guys figure it out yet? Well, I didn't see a comment, uh, you know, purporting such. So let me pop this up here for y'all. At the Mountain Dew Baja Blast Zero Sugar. Cheers to you. What I've noticed, though, opening the case, is that a few folks can see. Some of them have this cute little black tab, and some have this lame, boring silver tab. I don't get it. I just happen to notice it. I don't know what the difference is. Like, you know, is it functionality of some kind? Because the black one doesn't have, like, a little hole in the tab at the top. It's filled in like the monster cans. Um, fuck you, Billy. <laughs> Asshole. All righty. Roy says that was the A&E show. was the one where they'd be like, a little known fact is the Rock's balls are responsible for sliding into people's elbow due to the momentum and heft, right? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to boot you because you're scaring me. I think you're on drugs and you need help. And Billy said, in reference to this Baja Blast, at least it's not he-she coffee. Well, pal, I like my he-she coffee. This is an inclusive show. All types of coffee are welcome. (sighs) 
I don't know what you guys want to do. I have stuff to talk about, but so what? <clears throat> Kidding. Oh, you know, I'm going to leave it up there. At least it's not he, she, coffee for a minute. I like, I do find that funny because you're a prick, Billy. Oh, let's talk about it. Speaking of Baja Blast, I don't know if, if you folks follow me on Twitter. You can see down here at Steak Sauce OTG. It's off the grill. <laughs> oh, wow. Get that off there now. Shut up. Um, let's see them movies. I don't have movies. Shut it. Anyway, speaking of Taco Bell and Baja Blast, if you follow me over on Twitter, you saw that I uh, had a little run-in with you know, the Taco Bell Cares team, whatever the fuck they're called. Because I, you know, I had a little Taco Bell last week. It's fine. Taco Bell, as far as fast food goes, is one of the healthier options, regardless of what you get. You can get their worst item, and it's still going to fucking beat pretty much any McDonald's item, um, calorie-wise, you know. It's all fast foods. It's all pretty much shitty, stripped-down, empty calories, but whatever. Um, but I got that fucking naked chicken chalupa horse shit. I don't know. It's fine. It's like they took a McChicken and, you know, made a taco shell out of it. It's really not a big deal, but whatever. Cheap, five bucks, something. I remember being decent. Uh, and I got rid of the fucking quesalupa, so what else was I going to do? But I ordered them that and all the other... Uh, the other... Um, the things, the soft taco or the crunchy taco. I think I got a crunchy taco. Not that it matters. And the five-layer burrito or whatever... I don't know. Whatever the fuck is in their box, look it up. Leave me alone. It's my show. Don't fucking question me. Um, I got I got uh, fresco style, which means they take like the cheese and this bullshit sauce, like sour cream and all that. They go, nah, get this the fuck out of here. And they just give you a whole bunch of tomatoes. It's fun. It makes it fresh and it's like a you know a little salad or something. Nice little healthy treat. Um. I get my meal. I look in the bag. I'm home already, of course. Nothing. They changed nothing. I also I wanted, you know, zero sugar Baja Blast. They're supposed to fucking cocksuck and have it. <laughs> What's in the box? This is hot and humid. And hot and humid as fuck today in North Jersey. New York's outside. Whew. Sorry about that, Dave. That's got to be fucking rough. I don't miss the fucking, I mean, you know, I believe I told you where I used to work in that area. Um, in that fucking warehouse got to be at least 120 degrees in the summer. It's a fucking brick building. Oh, that's fun, Goldie. What's in the box? And it's a split-second shot of a cantina bowl, which are pretty terrific, by the way. Um, yeah, so I, the whole fucking order's wrong. I bitch about it on, on Twitter. 
And lo and behold, they go, hey, buddy, we're sorry. Could you get you DM us? Tell us what's wrong. Let's see if we could make this work. So I do. I let them know. Politely. I didn't even fucking, I didn't use fuck or shit or any of those yucky words. You know, very polite, respectable, professional. I mean, this professional said this is going to be on fucking Twitter. Um. By the way, how's the how's the old sound? I got the AC on because it's fucking. I'm in the second story and it's like eighty degrees out and it's fucking muggy here too. <clears throat> I should have checked that thirty six minutes ago, but I didn't because I'm a fucking idiot. You know that though. Um, but yeah, so basically, we were able to pin down everything, and I just wanted to say this is a little anecdote, because they completely, you know, made it right as far as, well, in the meantime, they've made it right, because they, they asked for my address, and uh, thank you, Shannon, says the sound is good, I appreciate that, Chase says that as well, fucking A, <sighs> always worries, there's always podcasts go. Well, when you turn the AC off, you can hear it in the audio. Which generally I can't. It's just like how miserable you had to be entertaining and talk to people in a fucking hot, stuffy room in most of these podcasts. I'm thinking of YKWD in particular. There's fucking 56 open micers, you know, competing for their 20 seconds of airtime. Woohoo, baby! Just fucking Graham finally shows up. Good to see you. Don't be late again. <clears throat> anyway, fuck the sound. Glad it's good. Billy says it sounds good, but I'm old and deaf, so I cranked the hearing aid. Yeah, you are old. I didn't know you were deaf, but now I do. Um, but they asked for my address and whatever, name to ship the shit. So, I mean, if I get doxxed, I'm going to fucking Taco Bell corporate and setting the building on fire. Um, also, if they send a man to hurt me in any way, I will try to stop them, I guess. I don't know where I was going. Uh, shout out, Jess Graham. Hello. That's <clears throat> good, but I'm, I'm assuming based on the research that I did after the fact that I hopefully... I'll get a couple of $5 coupon things. You know, I mean, they're only like a one per visit type bullshit, but there's ways around that. Because they're not going to ask my name. But that's cool. So for now, good on you, Taco Bell. Oh, fucking appreciate you. Oh, look at the chat. Uh, Jess fell asleep. That's understandable. You got a little tyke running around. Uh, Sean says sexy equals me, referring to him, which is incorrect, because sexy equals me, referring to me. Billy says head and engines with screaming blowers and turtles will kill the hearing. Yeah, so we'll fucking... Band practices or rehearsals or whatever the fuck you want to call them in a basement with cement walls. 
for several years, just jamming. You know, it's not fucking any kind of productive professional thing. And also just deciding, hey, we need to be up front at every show we go to. And, oh, let's stand by the fucking speakers pointing into the crowd. That's all great ideas that I've had in my life. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty... Uh, <clears throat> Pretty deaf myself there, Billy. Um, Shannon, did I miss the new Baja introduction? Nope, because that will not be done here. Thank you, Shannon. Another segue. Look at this. I'm almost doing a real fucking show now. God damn it, is this cool. <clears throat> Friday's Off the Grill Food Review will be the two new little sneak peek Um Will be the two new Baja Mountain Dew, whatever the fuck, the uh, red one and the yellow one. I don't remember what the fuck they're called. Let's look it up. The Baja Punch and Baja Flash. So the, the Baja Punch is just like, uh, it says Mountain Dew with a tropical punch. Hand job, something. It says something like that. I don't. I don't remember. I don't have the bottles in here. So, but then the Baja Flash is pineapple, coconut. Um, which I don't. I don't know. How I feel about coconut and a Mountain Dew. We'll, we'll see. You'll find out. Uh, you know, the verdict come Friday. Um, speaking of that, there'll be a new, on Wednesday, a new movie. They're not reviews, but it's a new Talking Hara with Steak Sauce on Wednesday. I don't know what that's going to be yet. I haven't decided. <laughs> Got to fucking film it soon, so I better figure that the fuck out. Um, but that'll be Wednesday. And if you guys want early access to this shit, as well as access to all the Secret Sauce streams after they air... You could go to patreon.com slash the off, not the off the grill podcast. It's just off the grill podcast. I'm fucking stupid. All right. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I'm sorry, I guess. I'm sorry I suck. <laughs> but yeah, you can go there. Three bucks or five bucks. You get all that shit. Five dollars. Um, very soon you'll see the rollout of a podcast extra. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to call it. Maybe that, or I'll just say, here's the thing, listen to it or fuck off. I don't know yet. Haven't figured that out, but it'll probably be an extra half hour just me doing a podcast. I'll fucking yap about something. Who cares? Um, oh, God, I suck. <laughs> Shit. But, yeah, so you can go there, like I said, patreon.com slash off the grill podcast. Um, as well as you can go to offthegrill.store, pick up merch. I got the Pride um, podcast logo variant that, you know, started this month. But, you know, I guess in tribute to the LGBTQRS plus G, the color green, um, a box fan. I don't know. Just why you guys got to fucking keep making shit longer. Like, just say, yeah. This thing that we fucking have kind of through science and time have figured out as a thing, 
that also is included in this thing that we already have. They're part of us, you know. Don't be gay to them. Don't. Good, good. Jesus, I suck. You know, whatever. But that'll be up for all time. Is kind of a tribute to those people in my life, um, as well as there is the off the grill uh, vineyard T-shirt. Get sauce with sauce. It's pretty nice. I'm not going to show it to you because I'm lazy. Just go to off the grill store. Take a look. We also have a nice one of those stainless steel tumblers that are pretty nice. I've actually seen those finally. Um, if you got babies, there's onesies. There's all kinds of shit. Just take a look. You can laugh at how fucking how much I've already pimped out this fucking podcast when I have no success whatsoever. But anyway, Billy says in regards to. Music and fucking speakers and stuff. Those two are working a stage at shows, etc. Or Henry Rollins using his speakers and house speakers at a converted movie theater to scream liar in my ear. That's fantastic. Jess says, what about Del Taco? Oh, he's talking to Sean who says Taco Bell doesn't exist in Ireland, so he's out. Yeah, that sucks, dude. That makes me not want to go to Ireland now. I guess not live in Ireland. I don't, I don't need, I'm not one of those jerk offs that like goes to a different state and is, oh, well, you don't have the things that I like from where I'm from. Oh, really weird. Cause it's a different place. It's shocking. Del Taco. I had a breakfast burrito from Del Taco that was fabulous. Roldy says, Baja Flash is when you show brain at work while squatting over lettuce and guacamole. No, it's not. That's not what it is. Billy says Del Taco is the best fast Mexican food. I think. I think that's correct. Just correct. I believe I requested the hand job. Shannon says Flash sounds disgusting. Yeah, I'm not. Not. Uh, I don't know. Oh shit, that's a steal. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, the Patreon. Yeah, that is a steal, isn't it? You should you guys should all get in on it. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you go off on a fucking tangent and lose the comments. I'm good at not doing that, but I fucked up. Chance I deserve early access anyways, huh? Nope. Billy says when I was young, I worked out all the time. Del Taco had a one-pound burrito. Ooh. God. <laughs> oh, damn it, Jess. You were working on that, huh? I can go anywhere. Come on in. Live in sin. We're talking horror. Shan says, and I appreciate the pride variant. She bought two. Fucking thank you. I appreciate you. I know it's not like a straight-up rainbow, but I kind of think it looks better. It's not as, like, lame, you know? <sighs> Just as Billy, I am missing their tacos. Fi oh, fish tacos. Damn it, man. I could go for some fish tacos and even their burgers. Del Taco. Why does Del Taco have burgers? Oh, boy. Billy says, crazily, their burgers were good, too. And Daily Ghost, what's up, brother? He says, we got taco time up in the Pacific Northwest. So good. Instead of fries, the side is tater tots. Hells, yeah. 
I was fucking with you, man. I'm all for fast Mexican food, pride and, you know, enjoyment. But I fucking despise tater tots. Tater tots are shitty cafeteria food. Um, cannot condone the eating or, you know, the consumption of uh, tater tots. Horseshit. Pure and utter horseshit. Billy says Taco Time for Crunchy Burritos. Crunchy Burritos? I need the explanation on that from one of you. Maybe one of the more literate individuals. You decide. Get together. You know, come up with something. Uh, Roldy says, when do we get a Dollar General variant? Shout out to El Peso General, a.k.a. my man Sack. Uh, not here. Probably uh, busting a couple humps over at the... Uh, Peso General. When do we get a Dollar General variant? I don't know. I'd have to, that might be interesting. I'd have to figure a way out around that. Or a way around that legally, design-wise. Um, ben says they have tacos in Oklahoma. Only place I can get churros. Yeah, really? That's the only place you can get churros around there? That's a shame, but at least there's something. Delgo says, yeah, I hear you. These could change your mind. Maybe. I don't know, man. Yeah, I just. <laughs> Jay says the gauntlet has been thrown down. Tots versus fries. Fries win because tots are gross. I've never had a good one. They're always fucking like mushy. Even if they're deep fried and not baked. They're just, ugh, nah. Don't like them. Don't like the texture. It's like a McDonald's hash brown, but shitty. Fuck that. Anyone that thinks hash browns are better than fries is just wrong. Billy says he drove to Texas to see his dad and detoured to OKC to get Del Taco. Yeah, see, that's uh, that's how I know Billy's fucking one of us, as much as he's a fucking skank. <laughs> I mean, I mean that in, in reference to Legion of Skanks, folks. Uh, World's most racist podcast. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, driving to Texas to see someone, but taking a fucking detour, you know, out of the way, obviously, just to get some fucking Del Taco is pretty amazing. Um... All right, Billy says I take a tortilla and pack beans or meat, roll it tight, and fry the hell out of it. Okay. So it's like a chimichanga then, basically. Chili cheese tots. You know what's better than chili cheese tots? Chili cheese fries. Anything you can do with a fucking tater tot can be done better with a french fry. Oh, man, you got me thinking about Weezer now, Billy. Del Taco and the crinkle cut fries with Del Scorcho sauce. Oh, my God. That is my favorite Weezer song of all time, by the way, El Scorcho. I like it so much. Yeah, Billy says it added two hours onto his trip. Oh, missed that one. Jeff says we have a regional chain called Taco John's. Taco flavor is okay, but all in all, they've gone to shit. 
They are popular still because of their potato olays, a seasoned tater tot. Tit. Tot. Ah, gotcha. Kind of like a chimney, but open-ended and no cheese. So they deep, are they they're deep frying it, but it's open-ended. Are they? I don't know. That just seems kind of fucking like a fool's errand to me. I'm gonna have to watch to see if there's like a how it's made type fucking thing on this this abomination. Because I have to know. Uh, Billy Bean says Taco John's is shit. Uh, yes, says he didn't really didn't mean to type tit. I don't buy that. Ah, they're fried first. Yeah, that's. I mean, that was the only way I could think that they could have been taken care of. But I don't know. Um, anyone been to Taco Tico? I heard Richard Christie talk about it on Stern. Never been. Don't even know what the fuck it is. Well, the answer I was abused by a tater tot in middle school. No, but your father wouldn't keep his hands off me. Back up. Jenna says she feels like no cheese is a crime. I kind of agree with that. Ah. Gotcha. So Billy says it's, fl it's the flavored meat and beans that really make it. It's not seasoned like anyone else. I'll do it. I can, get, I can dig that. But uh, enough taco talk. Turkeys? <laughs> oh, alliteration. How fucking funny am I? Oh, let's, uh, let's see what else they've got in the, the uh, documentary here. So we got this deal here. It was Fangoria shared it on Twitter earlier today that a lottery winner in Jamaica claims prize in Scream Mask to hide identity. My old buddy Sack showed me this earlier today. And... Mm-hmm. One fucking thing I didn't do, and it ruins the show for me. And now I hate everything. And Roldy was right; he shouldn't have been happy, because now everything is fucked. And this is a song about that. Let's see. So this is apparently the winner and the family. So really just immediately doesn't make any fucking sense to me to go through that fucking trouble of, look, I, you know, hid my face, but here's my family. So this A. Campbell individual. Although I didn't read this article, so I don't necessarily know what this is. His family, this could just be the... Because it doesn't say a lottery winner in his family. It just says a lottery winner. Um, but Campbell reportedly took 54 days to claim the ticket, and the Supreme Benchers have been urging the winner to step forward for the 90-day deadline passed. Uh, Campbell told the publication he fell ill after realizing he owned the winning ticket. His head hurt him for three days because he was thinking so much. If what I've been longing for, he's wondering if what he was longing for really came true. Yada, yada, yada. Purchase a ticket for two hundred dollars in Jamaican money, which amounts to a dollar forty-nine in U.S. dollars. Wow. 
So he won $158,400,000. And that's in Jamaican money. So what did he... Okay, so it's still over a million U.S. dollars. So, yeah. So, Zach, I just want to say you're a goddamn retard for thinking. You, you know what? Roll me, too. You both fucking... I didn't read the article. It's my fault a little bit also. But, uh, yeah. Anyway. So we want a million bucks. So I think that the Fangoria question, actually, it did kind of pique my interest. I'm curious what you guys think. If you guys were to win the lottery, first off, would you hide your identity when picking it up? And second, second off, second question, second part of that. If you do, where are you going dressed as? Which horror character would you go with? Do a little Jason Vahies. And on top of that, I mean, fuck, you're, you know, you're a millionaire. You're going to, you know, maybe take that rent money and, and do it fucking big and do like actual cosplay. You're just going to be a cocksucker and. Throw the mask on like a jerk off. Pardon me. <sighs> ben Grimm says my dad is allergic to cheese, so he couldn't have it on anything. Pizza without cheese still gives me depression. Yeah, man. That sounds terrible. I'm sorry you had to grow up that way. But I mean, it is your father, and you don't want anything to happen to him, do you? I feel like the screen got a lot smaller. What did I do? That's what it was. Um, Billy says, yeah, I'm freaking hungry now. Why did you say freaking? Jess Graham, coming through. Hit that like button if you like tacos. Shannon says, Jesus, Jamaican currency is rough. Fuck it is, man, right? That's, yeah, that's on par with, like, the peso, the Mexican peso. It's somewhere in that same ballpark for sure. Um, she also says she'd rather hide her face. No one needs to know. Yeah, I, I think I would, too, just because... I don't like most of my family. I don't know. I don't try. I'm also just paranoid, so I don't want anyone fucking knowing. <clears throat> Depends on how much money I won, though. I think, like, if I won like that, like billion dollar fucking bullshit from a couple years ago, I think I'd drop off like a couple close friends and family. I'd drop them all a million apiece and just disappear. Uh, I say that now, but who knows what the fuck could happen. I'd blow it on, like, fucking dumb movies or some shit. You know, shocking, right? Or more fucking T-shirts. That's what I need. Let's look here. So that wasn't on my list, but we talked about it, so get it the fuck out of here. Rolly says he'd go as Hunter Biden's post-bowel movement crack-filled condom. All right. Jay said he goes, Hunter Biden's dead brother. Jesus Christ. Woof. 
Shannon says that's when fuckers act like they've cared forever. And indeed, that's true. And that's kind of why I'd fucking they want no part of it. I don't want someone to come up to me. Yo, 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 steak, steak. Just give me a couple thousand. I want to like just buy a whole bunch of fucking, you know, keyboard duster for a project or something. Get the fuck away from me. There's a third option. Anyone? Don't know what you're talking about. Everyone shut her up. Shut up. Hunter Biden's personal Epstein Island hooker. Oh, boy. He didn't go to Epstein Island, stupid. He just had his cousin bring him non-Chinese ladies of the night. Okay? Fucking read a book. Idiot. God. DG says, I'd rather go as Donald Trump Jr.'s cooked out prison overdose. <laughs> I said fucking horror movie villain, you fucking assholes. I don't want this political because politics are for figs. And I haven't said that in two... Uh, I mean two... Two fucking episodes. I haven't said the word fag or faggot or any fucking variation. And you guys fucking brought me to this. It's your fault. You're taking the blame, not me. So, Daily Coast, Roldy, Jada Stingray, if I get fucking canceled, I'm canceling you. In a game of Magic the Gathering that I totally know how to play. I'm fucking really good, too. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Roldy? Fair fucks on that. He said, the last time I read anything, we screwed up the Jamaican lottery section of Off the Grill. <clears throat> anyway, all right. What else do we got here? This little piece of fucking business that I'm not happy about. This is the month of June, the last month of Seinfeld being available on Hulu. Um, it will be going from Hulu to noted piece of shit company Netflix. Who am I doing that support and will not support um, for anything other than the final season of F is for Family? Um, and even then, really, you can just wait and fucking steal it because fuck Netflix. But I do like Bill Burr. I'm conflicted, you know. Give him support with some views, but, you know, my fucking one viewing of... You know, each episode isn't really going to make a whole fucking lot of difference. But after five years calling Hulu home, Seinfeld's run on the streaming network is set to run out at midnight on June 23rd, 2021. Yeah, that's fucking awful. Two fucking days left, guys. In September of 2020, it was reported that the show about nothing would head to Netflix in 2021. The question of exactly when remains unanswered, though sources told Vulture that it's likely not to land on the streaming platform until sometime this fall. Sounds like, you know, about a year after the announcement. Interesting. Seinfeld is a television comedy all television comedies measured against. Ted Sarandos, Netflix's chief content officer, said in the state of the LA Times in 2019, is as fresh and funny as ever and will be available to the world in 4K for the first... Who the fuck needs Seinfeld in 4K? That's fucking stupid. It's a waste of resources. Knock it the fuck off. 
Jesus Christ, I hate fucking everyone. Shannon, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you. Uh, Roly says Donald Trump and Hunter Biden strangle Russian hookers while Pulp Fiction plays in the background. See, you redeem yourself with grace like that. That's a nice equal equal measure. But even still, I feel like Donald Trump Jr. and Hunter Biden both are not great for the fucking algorithm. Hearing those fucking words coming out of my mouth and reading them in the comments is going to fuck me. I don't like to get fucked. I like to do the fucking. Most of the time. But anyway, this is now the time has finally come for the Great Migration, though fans will have to live fans will have to live in streaming purgatory in the interim. Unless, of course, you've got the whole series on DVD and still have a DVD player. Which, yeah, most people aren't fucking retards. They're not just gonna throw something away. Oh, well, we can stream a thing, so let's just get rid of the DVD player. That's still fucking very much, you know. Even if you have a Blu-ray player, plays fucking DVDs, stupid. What a dumb fucking thing to say. I don't know, I'm starting to believe more and more and more because like there's a, a definite conspiracy to, to uh, get rid of uh, physical media. I mean, it's clear that that's happening, but like I, I feel like it's it's bigger than just like, well, you know, we don't like to have to produce this fucking these physical items, but. Anyway, I fucking hate Netflix. Cannot, will not fucking deal with them. Um, for five or six dollars less, you get Hulu and fucking just as much content without all the extra bullshit content, like you know, a next day television show, like like you know, current season shit. So, can you stop? All right, there we go. Beautiful. So, yeah, I don't know. I fucking, as far as that goes, I'm not happy about it. So we're going to have to get my hands on another one of those DVD sets, which hopefully, hopefully won't um, go up too much in price. I can't imagine it would. Because it's not like it's being taken off of streaming entirely. They're just going to be, you know. Um, it's just going to be a little uh, period where it's not available. A couple months, two months. Rolex is for the same price. You get Hulu, Disney, and ESPN. Yeah, but that Hulu is the shitty one with the commercials, and I'm not doing commercials. I pay fucking $11.99 a month for Hulu. No commercials. Beautiful. It's fucking perfect. It's, it's pretty much the perfect service. The only thing I like anywhere close to it is Peacock, and I don't get the fucking people bitching about that. Um, Billy says Netflix sucks, but at least you don't get commercials. Like I said, pay eleven ninety nine just get Hulu. You're good to go. Fucking, they got solid fucking movie options. You don't have all these douchey fucking Netflix original Land of Sandler movies. Look, I'm another wacky guy with a crazy voice. Oh, I can do this. Shut up. You suck. He should have died after Big Daddy. I think. I hate to say that. Billy, $11.99, no ads, zero. Not fucking, you know, one every show, zero ads. You just don't get it. You're old. If you pay six bucks, like a cheapskate, yeah, you're going to get fucking commercials. 
and that's fucking shitty. But you pay eleven ninety nine, still as I said, like five fucking dollars cheaper. Five, see, my whole hand, five dollars cheaper than fucking Netflix still. Fuck Netflix. Hashtag fuck Netflix. Get it trending. Let's go. <clears throat> oh fuck. But anyway, as far as Seinfeld goes. I love that show. It is definitely. I mean, it's one of my favorites. It's one of the greatest to ever exist. But like the, my biggest takeaway. Yeah, Billy, you just you got to stay up on things. It's They've had a no ads option since at least 2015. <sighs> but I won't fault you for it. It's okay. Um, was I just yelling for like a half hour? <laughs> Like screaming into the, the mic. Um, Jay says, fuck, let me know if you find the DVDs. I need to get it now, too. Dude, you know, I don't ever see the whole set, but you can find almost assuredly you can find the individual DVDs, like DVD sets, at like a Goodwill or something. There's always fucking one of them. Um, like anywhere I've ever gone, Goodwill or... Uh, I can't think of any other ones now because I'm fucking dumb. Yeah, whatever. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah, sorry, Billy. I know you're old. It's all right. <clears throat> as long as you've taken your Metamucil, you'll be all right. You'll get through this. Okay? And Mikey Figs will come take care of you if, if, you know, all else fails. But, yeah, the biggest thing, like, taking away, like, that's kind of like, you know, like, I've never thought of myself as any of those four characters because they're awful people. I'm just dumb, you know, and I'm mean. I'm not, like, selfish, not terribly selfish, I should say. Um, But I go to the bathroom with my shirt off now, like, I fucking physically can't do it um, otherwise. Like, you know. I mean, I can, but it's just, it's uncomfortable. I just, I feel like, you know, confined and unwell. Um, and the other thing is a story I may or may not have told. Um, one of my old jobs used to have like a like a snack station for all buck or whatever, however much in. You got a little snacky. It wasn't like a machine. It was like, you know, one of those on your honor things. That I've watched people just, yeah, mine. No, I'm not paying. But anyway, so I grabbed a Snickers one night, the night shift with a dialing phones. He fucking sucks. And I don't like him. I don't like that fucking new, like, trio that they're trying to get over. I can't remember what the fuck. The Loud Boys or whatever the fuck. Fuck them. They're annoying. They were on an episode of the Midnight Spook Show like a year ago. And fuck it. It was a movie I wanted to watch. I just couldn't. I had shut it off fucking fu before the movie started. Um, just wouldn't shut the fuck up. Stupid. Anyway. Uh, hey, Orc. Was crapping it, fella. But anyway, you were dialing phones just late. And my manager was a big Seinfeld fan as well. Bigger than me, I think, I'd say even. And 
there's the episode where Costanza sees Elaine's boss. I can't remember the fucking dude's name because I suck. Uh, eat a Snickers with a knife and fork. So he does it in a Yankees board meeting. You know. <laughs> so I did the same thing. It fucking set up again. You know, the only thing that sucked was mine was a plastic knife and fork. <laughs> but I made it work. Um, he looks and he just fucking... <laughs> He starts like immediately laughing as loud as I've ever heard a person laugh, and he's got tears running down his face. And then one of the other, the uh, our my other coworkers says, "Are you eating that with a knife and fork?" Which came out of nowhere. This is a non-fan that said that it set me up perfect for. And how do you eat it? With your hands. <sighs> and that fucking that killed him even harder. Like, that was, like, the best that I've ever been set up, and it was completely unintentional. I was very happy with that. So, yeah, that was the high point in my life. It's been downhill ever since. That was six years ago almost, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. Um, next topic. What do we got here? So, this is a little... Uh, Fucking controversy here. Vice TV sets next vice versa doc. Fear of a black quarterback. Uh, vice TV is following up tonight's vice versa China documentary with next week's installment. Vice versa, fear of a black quarterback. The rap is learned. Uh, we could also exclude the. So that's June 24th, our premiere. Fear of a black quarterback features former NFL QBs, Donovan McNabb, Warren Moon, Achilles Smith, oh, Vince Young, Sean King, Quincy Carter, and Marlon Briscoe. I don't know who the fuck that is. As well as, and this is this is kind of the reason I'm bringing this up, and this is what's not good about it. Like, this is a very bad move. But as well as ex-ESPN personality Jamel Hill, who is a race-baiting piece of shit. Like, you know. Uh, Fairfax and, and a lot of people bring up race and shit. You know, there, there's a problem in this country, obviously. Like, that's fucking obvious. But she's a pile of fucking dog shit who just looks for dumb shit and will twist any fucking any uh, any scenario to fit her stupid fucking worldview. She needs to just be banned from fucking media of all kinds. She's garbage and she sucks. Um, Anyway, but I think this will be interesting anyway because uh, the film provides an inside look into McNabb's NFL experiences and the hardships and discrimination black players in the position to face, which will be an interesting look historically. I mean, it doesn't hold a lot of water on the current league, um, but the documentary will also shed light on the league's complicated history around race and the quarterback position even before McNabb entered the league. Interviews from Briscoe, the first ever black man to start a game in the NFL quarterback, and Moon, the only black quarterback in the NFL's Hall of Fame. Um, I mean, you know, it, it's a tricky thing. Like, obviously, it's a fucking good old boys league. That's, I mean, that's why I fucking, you, there's, I mean, I don't believe there are any black owners. Um, <clears throat> Black coaches generally fucking, you know, the, the whole Rooney rule is the most racist thing I've ever heard of. It's like, all right, guys, you got to interview one black guy so that they don't think we're racist. 
you know, which. But I mean, like, and Billy says, nobody cares if a QB's black anymore. The fans don't. But I think the same with the coaches. There, there's that fucking stupid old fucking white billionaire oil fucking tycoon racist jerk off shit that, you know, you saw with uh, McNair in Houston and the fucking uh, Jerry Richardson in Carolina was just because he, he just liked to look at a girl in jeans, a nice tight pair of jeans, you know. But, I mean, there's fucking, you know, he, I guess even if you look at the NBA with Donald Sterling and all that shit too, but, you know, Billy says if the guy makes plays, they're going to put him in. Again, now, and even in the 80s, yeah, you know, in the 80s is a little more iffy than I think you're, you're letting on, but I wasn't alive, so I can't really speak with any fucking, um, you know, too much, I literally no fucking experience, but whatever. But I agree, for the most part, they'll put him in. And like I said, some of it is, you know, there's kind of a system in place in the league, just the fucking the thought process of the old fucking idiots in charge. But also, most of the black quarterbacks either just weren't good, like Byron Leftwich, like he, he just was a shitty quarterback. He's a great mind. <laughs> Jay, you're an asshole. He says, we hated him in the 80s. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just like, like now, yeah, no one gives a single fuck if the quarterback's black. But in the 80s, he's like, well, now he's black, so he, well, he just runs, you know which is the argument with Michael Vick, which early in his career was the case. He just was fucking the best athlete on, on the field. No, that's – Billy, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm not – I'm saying it's the fucking – it's the owners and management. It's not the fans. I've said the fans don't give a fuck. If they're good, they want to see them play. You know, I mean, that's like the fucking retards that – yeah, you know what? I'm not apologizing for that one. The fucking the idiots that that you know, fucking Tebow. Oh, yeah, he won them some games. Okay, accidentally beat the Steelers in the playoffs. You know, so like there was that contingent that wanted them. And, and Jay, that's true. Unless you're in Philly, but remember, Cunningham was one of the few few. He wasn't great. I remember. Anything, I mean, again, it's all hindsight and shit now, but everyone talks about Cunningham being fucking great. But regardless, what I'm saying is, is that some of it was that their style of play was just dangerous. Like they would run. They were athletes that really couldn't run. I mean, McNabb could throw a little bit, but I'm kind of on fucking Team T.O. as far as it goes. McNabb was always overrated. You know, um, he played for Andy Reid. <laughs> You know, Andy Reid makes fucking Patrick Mahomes look good. Andy Reid made Nick Foles look good. Yeah, Lauren, you fucking, you made your little joke, and you left when everything was being, you know, talked about on the positive side of the shit that you'd be interested in. Stick around, though, because sports is almost over. Um, we're going to get to that little movie. Oh, I don't want that. I don't want full screen. Um, yeah, no, it's not uh, the fans. Only gives a shit. I mean, you still got the fucking hillbillies that freak out about it. Who gives a fuck? Shut up. It's a flag. Shove it up your ass. Flags are fucking stupid. But anyway, sports. 
Anyway, another uh, football news. Some big news, historical news today, actually. Thank God. I, I wish I'd seen it before I'd fucking opened the... All right, fucking made the schedule for the show because I had to go with the fucking news of some tropical depression killing some hillbillies in Alabama. Thanks, Claudette. But Carl Nassim of Las Vegas Raiders announced that he is gay, which is $100,000 to the Trevor Project. Uh-huh. So Nassim28 made the announcement in an Instagram post. What's up, people? I'm at my house here in Westchester, Pennsylvania. I just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. I just think the representation and visibility are so important. I actually hope that, like, one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. But until then, I'm going to do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, that's compassionate, and I'm going to start by donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project. Trevor Project provides crisis intervention and suicide prevention services to the LGBTQ plus community. They're an incredible organization, the number one suicide prevention service for LGBTQ youth in America, Nassib said, and they're truly doing incredible things, and I'm very excited to be part of it. Help in any way that I can, and I'm really pumped to see what the future holds. Great. Good for him. Congratulations, I suppose. Lawrence says he said Westchester, PA. The rest is redundant. Jay also said running QB really is a game changer, not like a Frankenstein Manning in the pocket. I agree, but I mean, Manning broke records before retiring. You know, I mean, there's still something about a fucking, a deadly accurate fucking. I don't know. Manning, I think, is overrated. He bro- he's good, but I think people got into their head about him more than anything. He wasn't clutch. He was a great... I don't know. He was a lesser Dan Marino, in my opinion. You know. Whatever. I, I do think Brady's better. For whatever that's worth. I don't want to get into that argument. We can do that another time. I promise. Uh, Rollies has got to go fuck Family Dollar. DG for life. Uh, Just knew what I was talking about. Um, in the statement, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said the league is proud of Carl for courageously sharing its truth today. Representation matters. We share his hope that someday soon statements like statements like his will no longer be newsworthy as we march forward toward full equality for LGBTQ plus community. We wish Carl the best of luck in this coming season. So, I mean, that's kind of the big news about this. It's not like some fucking fringe NFL player like Michael Sam that, you know, was a, a, a flyer in the seventh round. And even if he hadn't come out before the draft, really wouldn't have been picked anywhere sooner than the fourth or fifth round. But Carl Nassib can play. I, he starts for the Raiders, you know. Whatever that's worth, you know, good or bad. He's, he's, he's a decent guy with talent as far as that goes. So, like, this is the first guy actively, you know, playing in the NFL to come out. So, 
I mean, I guess it's worth monitoring to see if they try to fucking pull any bullshit with them or not. But anyway, that's enough sports talk. Oh, what else is on the list? Oh, I got to talk about hockey. No, I'm kidding. I don't give a fuck about hockey. The Maple Leafs are gone, so I don't care. Um, so over the weekend, I did get to watch the new British horror movie entitled Censor. I liked it a lot. I don't know why I did that whole thing that way. I like hockey too, Jess Graham. But the Maple Leafs are gone, so I don't give a shit anymore. I'm not following. I don't, I don't follow hockey close enough. To, like I don't like it the way I like football. You know, to where I'm watching every fucking playoff game, regardless. Um, my team's gone. I don't care. Same with basketball. As soon as the Clippers are gone, I'm done. Luckily, they're only down one game. So, but, uh, yeah, Censor, British horror, filmed, filmed, is directed by Prano Bailey Bond and written by Anthony Felcher with Prano Bailey Bond assisting in the writing. How the fuck is it? Niam Algar is the star of this movie. Is the censor um, Enid? I didn't type anything about this, but Enid is a censor during the eighties over in London during the video nasties era. You know, it kind of shows her going through some shit. Apparently, her. Um, Sister was, I don't know, went missing. Something I, I didn't totally get fucking what happened. I don't know. I watched it pretty late at night. Might have been a little tired or, you know, not totally focused on the beginning like that. But whatever. Sister's missing. It kind of fucked with her, her life, her whole life. She ends up helping people by being a censor. Um,. <laughs> yeah, Billy, that's good. Um, this is kind of a slow burn. Another one of those from from uh, the UK. Sort of like St. Maud in that way and in that way only. Um, but it picks up. And as Lauren will say here, Censor has the best third act in recent memory. I fucking agree with that wholeheartedly. The third act of this movie fucking makes every single second before it worth it. You know, all kinds of fucking gore, you know, like, it's, I don't have the words really to fucking explain how much I enjoyed the third act of this movie. The whole thing's great. I did find myself, I mean, you know, a little bit attracted to Enid there, not the name, but the lady. Um, and unfortunately, I have to side with Corny on this. She has short hair in real life. I don't mind short hair on most women, but it does not do her, uh justice but that's besides the point it's her choice she can look however she wants i'm not you know making any statement other than i don't think it works for her just personal <sighs> but but it's a very interesting kind of fucking um ending you know and it's she 
court, the events of the movie kind of force her to, she kind of breaks from reality. Um, and while, you know, the, the, the means aren't completely, you know, the same as St. Maude, there are elements of the ending that, to me, I, I see perils. And it's fucking, it's a brand new movie. It came out this past weekend, so I don't want to give spoilers, but I just do want to say I want to fucking give it a complete ringing endorsement. It's streaming pretty much anywhere. You know, you could rent a movie, I think, Voodoo, YouTube, whatever the fuck, all those places, Amazon Prime. Rent it. It's fucking worth it. Hands down. Please do so. Oh, ben Grimm says, I remember NASA from Hard Knocks with the Browns. He was the one giving financial classes, teaching them about investing in the show. That is correct. DG is super excited. We have a hockey team out here in Seattle next year. The Kraken. Ben says, quite an ending uncensored. Correct. Billy Bean says, car went on hockey. It's three activities in one. Figure skating, playing with your puck. Hey, beating the shit out of someone. Yeah, I miss fucking George Carlin a lot. I think he could uh, definitely, definitely, uh, you know, thrive in this fucking stupid environment that we live in nowadays where everyone's offended over everything. Oh, shit. Some of the takes I'd imagine he would have. Maybe I'm wrong, but, but I mean, he was always a guy that fucking shed on both sides. Like, he wasn't a. Liberal or fucking conservative, whatever the fuck. Equal opportunity offender, I think is the term. But yeah, so it looks like I know Lauren has seen it. Lauren has a, a pretty snazzy video over on his channel, Visited by Voices One. Um, kind of breaks it down a little more eloquent, eloquently than I could or would. Um, so Take a look at that if you'd like. I recommend you do so after, eh, maybe after you watch the movie. It's not really spoiler-filled uh, video, but just take in the movie first. I recommend it. Um, ben has seen it. Seems like he likes the ending, or at least you know thinks it's provocative. Has anybody else watched it? See it? What you think of it? Let me know. <clears throat> Billy says Kyle would straighten this shit right out. I think he would. Oh, fuck. What else do we got? Dude, this is the longest fucking podcast, man. So we're going to just skip that. And let's go to the unboxing. Unboxing of the week. Ooh, solid. That's a hefty one, huh? Huh? I wonder what it is. I bet I've never seen it. You want to fucking shit and kiss your mom? This is fuck. Why don't you unsubscribe? I'm a drunk. Fuck. You're retarded. Duh. Get it? Now, that shtick got old fast for me. It's kind of fucking lame. But we got uh, the Fright Rags coming through here. I had to pay for it. I said, I mean, they're coming through with anything free. Why would they? Nobody. In order to put this down, you son of a fucking cunt. Sorry, but we have the uh, EC Comics collection here. I went and grabbed a whole deal of Tales from the Crypt with the Crypt Keeper there. 
They're all folded nice. I guess I'll hang them up. Well, Ben said it took him two watches to fully endorse Sensor. Yeah, I think I could watch it again, I think, just to kind of fucking go back through and, and kind of reconfirm some thoughts and opinions I've got. But I did. That third act is the whole. It's worth fucking sitting. And also another fucking huge selling point. It's only like eighty-two minutes or like eighty-seven, maybe. I don't know. It's eighty some some odd minutes. It's not fucking. You're not sitting there for two, two and a half, three hours. Okay. It's fucking straight to the point. You know, backstory, a little fucking plot and suspense, and then. Oh, hatchet wound and shit. Haunt of Fear. This one is green, in case you couldn't fucking figure it out. You got the old witch. I like this one. He's a. If you like Jay and you don't like the slim fit, which I don't either, these are a little on the slim fitty side. Very nice light fabric, though. Um, so nice summer t shirts. And the last of the three here with the Vault Keeper. Um, the Vault of Horror. Lauren says, you own hangers? You own her hangers, because he's dumb. I'm not sure I believe that. I imagine you fish you fishing clean clothes out of a wicker basket. Well, I've never owned a wicker basket in all my life, and I have all manner of clothes hangers for certain deeds. But that was, you know, the Fright Rags EC Comics collection of T-shirts. They also had lounge pants that I didn't buy, but I thought I did. I went back and looked. I didn't. So it's not that, that I forgot. I just didn't fucking order them. So that's on me. Um, and then the last order up here, my Vinegar Syndrome sale purchase. The only thing I grabbed because, you know, really the only thing I wanted. But, uh. This beauty here, Jack Frost, from 1990, whatever the fuck, was it 96? I think it was actually filmed in 90, yeah, 96. Filmed in 94. Shannon Elizabeth gets raped with a fucking carrot by a snowman. It's fucking beautiful. What else you want? Philly says, I imagine sauce has multiple levels of clean depending on if there are spills and how bad they smell. Level one, just drape it over a chair. Stage two requires for breeze and so on. Um, no, I don't. Well, I've I've like clean, clean. And then yeah, I'll do the level one on occasion with like fucking jeans. And like work shirts sometimes, depending on like in the winter. I'll do that with like well, I would with like the fucking the bouncer shirts, you know, the security shirts. The summer, they're fucking one use and just get them cleaned. <clears throat> but anyway, I've yapped long enough, taking fucking, you know, enough of your guys' time. I do appreciate it. I want to, uh, since I didn't do this part earlier, just stop fucking me. One fucking, just, um, I want to give a shout out. And a thank you to all my patrons. Hazen at Devon Graham, Christian Hanahara, Smars and Doors, Nick Ritza, Jay the Stingray, Jess Graham, 
Cornelius Collection, ARC 145626, Daniel Shine, Lauren Dixon, and Mr. Bombastic. Thank you. And as I said earlier, folks, if you're interested in uh, becoming a patron of mine, throw a little uh, cashola saucy's way, maybe grabbing some bullshit, you know, not bullshit, but some, you know, extra content or whatever from me. Patreon.com slash off the grill podcast. The link will be in the description below. I think it is now already because I've started to take care of that stuff early. Iris loves you. God damn it. Well, fuck that up. So let's sit for a second. What is this last comment? Lauren says, we want a laundry stream. No, you don't. I can just assure you, you don't want it. It's very, very boring. Nothing happens. I mean, maybe if I was still in Jersey and they had the Korean gentleman coming to bring the stuff, maybe I would bring the stuff to him and interview him. But anyway, that's all, folks. Thanks for watching. Iris loves you. Hey, gang, don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, and share at youtube.com slash steaksauce92. Uh, you know, leave me a nice El Salvadorian free review on iTunes, Spotify, on that five stars, whatever. I don't know if Spotify does anything. By the way, Iris loves you.